Welcome to Spirit Life Talks, where we discuss the power of living spirit forward. Today, we're going to address the question, where is God when things just keep getting worse? Junu, how would you answer this question? It's not that God has moved anywhere. God is, the Bible says there's no shadow of turning with him, meaning he doesn't move or he doesn't drift away from his integrity. He is God. That's right. However, our minds, our mental uh, states have shifted during the time right. of adversity. So let me make sure I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying that when it seems like things are getting worse and worse and we don't see God, it might be our own perspective on that. And God might be still right there, not having ever moved. Instead of saying, where is God during the time of crisis? I would say, how do you connect effectively with God for help, to, to get help in this time of need? Amen. That's a question we need to ask because God's always there. We just got to learn how to effectively connect with Him and draw the power that we need to solve this, the situation. So we need to shift from thinking about our problem yes. to standing on the promises of God. That's it. Because Bible clearly talks about being spiritually alert. We are right. uh, we are on definitely on a war zone. This earth life is full of battles. Um, and the, that's why Apostle James warns the, uh, the believers be sober, be alert, because your adversary, the devil, roars around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. So definitely there is a battle fee, there's a battle for the minds and hearts and souls of people, and it's ongoing. And so we have to be sensitive, we have to be alert, we have to be sober about how we navigate through this life. The Bible clearly exhorts us, don't let your guard down. Right. We can't let our guard down. And, and we can't be just left alone wondering, where is God? You and I need to learn how to connect with God effectively during the time of crisis. That's right. I think most believers don't have any clue what to do. You know, I was there at times when, you know, when things were coming from left and right, I was like, where is God? And it was not that God was unfaithful. It was my ignorance on how God operates. Right. You know, many people just stay, stay away from God or stray away from God because they just don't understand heavenly protocols. There is a method in which you activate God, in which you get help from God. And so we're going to look at those um, strategies or, or even the counsel of God on how to activate God in times of crisis. Amen. You just can't be having wishful thinking that something's going to change. Um, I just prayed, so things are going to change. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot more that you can do from yourself. You're, there's a part that you have to play so that you can get quick answers from heaven. The Christian has to take an active role yes. in reconnecting back with God, Yes, and then the solutions of heaven can flow out through That's their lives. It. That solution, we have to learn. The human race has to learn how to effectively tap on or tap uh, or withdraw solutions from heaven, as Amen. you said. So the first thing that comes to my mind, Michael, when it comes to uh, activating the power of God for whatever you're facing is prayer of agreement. Amen. So I'll make it simple. And pr what is a prayer of agreement? The Bible says one can chase a thousand, two can chase 10,000. Right. What it says is in the spirit realm, uh, the minute you bring two or three more along with you, uh, to agree with you on a certain thing, the power goes into a compounding effect. Right. So one can chase a thousand, two can chase what? 
10,000. 10, that's like 10 times compounding <laughs> right. effect. So in the spirit realm, we got to learn how to partner with other spiritual people. That's right. We are not an island. We cannot live this life uh, or the battles of this life on our own. So the, one of the key strategies on how you with or you draw the power of God is find a prayer partner. I mean, I think many would say one of the key works of a Christian person is to pray. Is to pray. And then praying collectively brings even more power. That's what Jesus said, where two or three are gathered, I am there in the midst. In other words, the power of God is in the midst of a collective gathering. Or even it could be just phone calls between two or three people in agreement for prayer. You know, what's amazing is, is when I pray, when I'm feeling that uh, I'm overwhelmed with the situation, sometimes when I pray, my thinking about that situation changes completely. That's correct. And what we are trying to uh, uh, convey here, Michael, is also when we are faced with a serious problem, just like what you said, where is God when all hell is breaking loose? We are giving strategies on how to break through in that situation. For right. that, sometimes you alone can break through. You need to find an ally swiftly. And uh, you know, in the times of comfort and the, in the good times, find those friends. You know, the Bible says, right. you know, you need a, a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Right. in times of adversity. So I um, recommend or I highly encourage our viewers and um, all our believer friends to find good allies that you can team up with during times of crisis. You know, Jesus sent the disciples out two by two. Yep. And I think there was some genius in that. That's a spiritual principle, actually, because as I said, there is definitely more power in synergy when you come collectively. So that's the first uh, way to handle uh, the crisis situation. The number two, the second one is a prophetic um, counsel. I'm excited to hear about yeah. this one. So, you know, again, going back to a question, where is God? Here's how you're going to find God. He's going, here's how you're going to connect with God and draw his power is through a prophetic connection or prophetic vision. It's key that we need to um, understand the gifts of prophecy during this day and age. Right. Prophecy is never going away. The gift of prophecy is still very much alive and well. Why do we need it? Because we need counsel that is fresh for our situation. Okay, it might not be, there might be nothing written about uh, Michael's personal situation in the Bible right now. However, when you uh, seek God and you connect with God, he'll give you a prophetic counsel unique to your situation. And that fresh word from God yes. releases power. That's correct. To, to overcome obstacles. obstacles. I'll give you a simple example here, right? David and Goliath. There was nothing written in the Bible about David. Oh, David just opened the scriptures and said, oh, I need to pick up five stones. <laughs> right. It was not written anywhere. Where did he know the strategy from? I don't know. It was a prophetic counsel. The Lord gave him through the prophetic uh, counsel, hey, this is the strategy I'm going to give you. This wow. is why uh, that we had to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. The Lord will give us unique strategies to counter the adverse, the adversary for that for that time period. So David knew exactly what to do. He went and picked five stones as the Holy Spirit led him, and he uh, moved forward with that strategy. So what I'm trying to say is, prophecy and the prophetic gifting and connecting with that uh, people group is so important. If you don't have a gift, connect with someone who has that gift. And uh, the Book of Hosea says, where there is no vision, the people perish. I'm going to paraphrase it in another fashion where there is no prophetic vision, people perish. So in other words, if you're not hearing from God, if either you or someone you know is not hearing from God and you're not listening to it on a continual basis, you're going to perish eventually. 
because there's only so much we can do on our own council we you know it's i would like to have a straight path to success rather than making mistakes over and over again and not finding my destiny you know i think some people would think well god won't talk to me mm. he doesn't care about my situation right listen that's not what the bible says right the Bible says that my sheep hear my voice, that we do hear God's voice, and we know that God cares even more than you do about getting you out of this situation, about helping solving your problems. Yeah. And he wants it, I mean, even greater than you do because of how much he loves you. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, you know, I feel for those who cannot hear from God. And that's why I told earlier, if you or I can't directly hear from God, find someone who does Right. until you get to that place. That's what I've done in the early years. When I wasn't very sharp about, in hearing from God, I had prophetic friends. Yeah. And I'll have them pray with me and get the counsel. You see what I'm saying? So either you have it or find someone who has it. <laughs> but it's needed because without prophetic vision, people perish. Amen. And the third one, uh, the third strategy I want to discuss here is, especially you don't know what to do uh, where is God during this crisis? What you got to do is you got to learn about offerings. Wow. Offering is a key offensive weapon when it comes to handling all hell break loose situation. <laughs> Giving or releasing an offering is activating uh, stuff for you in the heavenly uh, sphere. 100%. Okay. So when all hell breaks loose, when crisis is hitting, when I'm talking about a really bad situation, you got to release an offering to God. So instead of taking a defensive posture, yeah, which take, is what, which is wishful thinking, hoping right, with, that something right. will change, just waiting, yeah, hoping it'll go away, yeah. burying my head in the sand. Mm -hmm. Instead of a defensive posture, I take an aggressive posture, yes, and I do something for others, yes. And giving is a super way to do. Giving that. is a super way. Like I said, either you give to the kingdom cause, or even more effective sometimes is giving to the poor. Right. Uh, you know, the Bible says, "Blessed is he who considers the poor." For I will deliver him in the day of trouble. Wow! Just helping the poor, the uh, you know, alms giving. The Bible calls it alms giving, meaning just charitable works. Get out uh, to your streets, feed a homeless, give. You know, you might think, "Oh, am I manipulating God?" No, these are principles. These are principles that work when you are in the day of trouble. You know, giving to the poor opens a portal from the heaven and releases a protective covenant over you and your family. That connection between giving to the poor yes. and God acting as a deliverer in our lives, yes. that's amazing. It's amazing. So these are the kind of principles people don't know of. And when problems hit, they're wondering, where is God? No, God is there, but God works through his principles. Right. He has given us wisdom such as prayer, prayer connections, prophetic uh, counsel, giving. All this has to be released during the time of trouble. Right. Yeah. So if I'm connecting with God... I'm praying, praying with a partner, and I'm giving. Suddenly, I'm not really focused on my problems anymore, am I? I'm not, focused not on really God. Not only focused on problems, you're going to see the devil stopped, uh, you know, dead, dead, he'll be stopped dead on tracks. That's right. Meaning, I'm telling you, try this. You ah. know, uh, These are principles that has been hidden from the mainstream Christianity because we've been too focused on rituals and religion right. and getting beat up daily by the devil. Right. <laughs> but the Bible is full of strategies on how to counter this adversary called the devil. Amen. Amen. So, and the fourth one and the final one that I want to talk today about is fasting. Wow. Okay. Fasting is another weapon that you need to leverage when all hell is breaking loose around you, you or your family, your finances, your health. When things are going haywire, decree a fast and say, you know what? I'm going to skip a meal. 
I'm going to skip maybe a day's meal. However, whatever the Lord leads you, you might ask why. Uh, again, the traditional <laughs> interpretation I've heard is, oh, I'm trying to manipulate God. No, you're not trying to manipulate God. These are principles of God. Just like gravity is a principle, there are principles that operate right. in the earth realm. When you fast, you're saying, I'm presenting myself as a living sacrifice to you, O God. Amen. And I want answers. Heaven operates in protocols, not in wishful thinking. You have to learn to give. You have to learn to fast. You have to learn to connect with the prayer partner. All this uh, coming together will knock the devil's head off. That's right. And God expects that we're going to fast because in Matthew 5 it says, when you fast. When you fast. So fasting is again a trading happening in the heavenly realm. Right. You know, just like your finances that is near and dear to you is, is being offered to the altar of God. Now you're saying, I'm going to give myself as a living sacrifice to the altar of God. I'm going to crucify my flesh and say, God, I need an answer. Guess what? In, when, whenever you give something that is belonging to you, that is precious to you, heaven <laughs> stands up. Heaven, heaven looks, uh, looks down and like, wow. Wow. Yeah. If you look at the account of Cornelius in the Bible, he was not a believer, but the heaven looked with awe at Cornelius because this man was such a charitable giver. He helped the poor. Wow. He did what is right. And God sent Peter on a special delegation, a special commission to just go and preach the gospel to Cornelius. Amen. To summarize uh, this uh, episode, I want to say, you know, God has not called us to wishful thinking. We are not supposed to sit on the sidelines and hope that something's going to fall out of the sky. Instead, he's given us protocols, he's given us counsel and strategies to fight the devil head on and knock him down. You know, you have to make things happen. And I say you have to make things happen. God is in control, but you're in charge. Amen. You understand? So you have the capacity to change and alter what is going on with your life. You you can control the thermostat of your life. 